Hey everybody, it's Chelsea chiming in on the score. This is September, there's like two weeks left in the regular season, and I looked at the standings and boom, Clay Tryon, he is steady Eddie. He is there, number six in the world as we're recording this podcast. Uh, he's home from the Northwest, and he was able to visit with me about his season, his horsepower, and his year. Uh, so we did take a take a little break from all the craziness that I've been doing, all the travel that I've been doing, and got to visit with Clay. Uh, Clay and I have worked together for almost 12 years now, so uh, this was another one of many, many times that I have interviewed Clay both on this podcast and in other reasons uh, for all kinds of different outlets. So I am really glad to catch up with him. Like we talk about, he hadn't won anything just huge this year. So, you know, we haven't really had a lot of conversations, but it's always good to learn what winning is all about because that's what you learn when you talk to Clay Dryan. So his, his mental game, this point of the season is interesting. I think you will all enjoy it. And enjoy this episode brought to you by our longtime partners at Fastback Ropes. This is Chelsea Schaefer, and this is season four of The Score. You all have listened to this podcast three quarters of a million times, and we are here in season four to bring you even more of what you love. Clay, what's up? Oh, nothing much. You? Nothing much. Just, uh, I'm looking at your yearly results on ProRodeo.com just because I'm in awe of, like, the check after check after check that you've won this year. <laughs> that you've just been, you've been quietly kicking everybody's butt. So. I have, and I wish it was true, though. <laughs> you have, though, like... You've... No, I haven't. It's been terrible. But... Has it felt terrible? Like, I mean, you're six in the world. I mean, I know you say that's, like, not that hard to do sometimes, but... It's absolutely terrible, but that's how it is, I guess. So, uh, we haven't really roped it. No? A couple rodeos. I mean, we roped it at a couple rodeos, but... But, yeah, no, we haven't really... Maybe that's all I got. Maybe that's all I have in me, but it doesn't seem very good. I don't know. See, I, I guess just from, I mean, I'm not at the rodeos, and it's I don't watch every single night on the Cowboy Channel, mm -hmm. but, yeah. but like, looking, it seems like you're having another really good year on my end, because you are six in the world, you're just kind of chugging along, picking away at them, like it's a steady year, but has it been real up and down, like? Yeah, um, it doesn't really feel, I mean... It just depends on who you ask. You know, you have your own expectations. But, yeah, no, I felt like we haven't done that good. Like, we've had a good rodeo. Like, we roped good and went San Angelo. Or the other day we went Kennewick and, mm -hmm. and, like, maybe roped a really good rodeo and did good. But, yeah, no, overall it doesn't feel that good. Like, we've never just got on a streak, both of us, where we just had a two-week good run or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, but it is tougher now. I mean, the rodeos are fast. So many... There's so many guys that rope really good, so it, maybe that's just the way it is. You know, like you, you need to have a few more. You know, there's been a few opportunities that we should have did way. You know, like I broke the barrier at Napa to probably could have won the rodeo, and then mm -hmm. we, you know, we won second at 
uh, you know, got beat by a tenth of a second, I think, at Colorado Springs, and that's ten thousand more dollars than what we won. So, like little stuff like that, you know, you're close sometimes, but I mean, it can make your year a whole lot better. But as far as roping good, I mean, it hasn't been bad. I mean, I had to, I, I bought a new horse, and so felt a little slow for a while just getting used to her but she seemed like she was starting to get better towards the end and it felt a little bit easier to win on her you did tell so, me i didn't realize like, yeah i've been riding just a new mare the other one i got kind of got hurt so i gave him some time off and i bought this other mare and kind of that was a problem i didn't really get her bought soon enough and she really mm-hmm. wasn't ready to go for the way it is now but she's doing good now and so hopefully uh you know It'll get a little easier, but the year's almost over, so it's almost like a next year thing, honestly. What horse? Who did you buy the horse from? What do you call it? I bought her from uh, Bud Williams in Montana, a mare. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she, uh, I mean, she'd been to a few rodeos. Uh, his his uh, son-in-law had rode him at a few, but not, you know, not a ton, I don't think. So she just felt a little bit green for what uh, I don't know. Just I guess the pace of the. The rodeos nowadays, they're all pretty fast. It seems like unless the score's really long, they're going to be pretty tough. Um, do you, What do you call her? I call her J-Lo. J-Lo. That's what they called her, so I just kept the same. Gotcha. Is she is she real young, or how did you say how old she No, is? she's like, I think. 11, is that what you said? I think. I don't know exactly. I, gotcha. I should know, but I don't. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> um... You have you had a mare since Kate? Is this the first first mare you've had since her? Um, no, I've had another one. I got another mare right now that I run a little bit uh, too. Kind of use her as a second horse right now, but um, this one. I mean, she's good. This mm-hmm. one's good. I mean, she's getting better too. As far as I'm getting used to her, and, you know, getting more with, like I said, just kind of how I need her to do it for me to win. Um, she's starting to figure it out pretty good. It feels like. Is she really different from Johnson? Mm, yeah. Yeah, quite. I mean, feels different, yeah. What does she do differently? Um, or what? how does she feel different? Oh, just a... Uh, just a little... Johnson was one of the smoothest horses I've ever rode. Mm-hmm. Like just the way you run and all that. She's a little rougher on everything. Kind of rough around the edges feeling, but it's not really a bad thing, but... He's really smooth, though. I mean, he's smoother than Dew or Cade or any of the good ones I've ever had. I mean, he's just kind of a smooth, easy-to-ride horse. Uh, she, she's she, – what's good about her is she's not really – he got to where he's getting to where, I mean, he brody it on it for like five years, I have. He's kind of mm-hmm. getting a little tight sometimes. She's not really like that, so she's pretty freewheeling, it feels like. And uh, I didn't score very good at the beginning, but kind of starting to score good now. It's a little bit me or – but I think it takes time, or at least for me it does. Yeah. Uh, the scores are long nowadays. Everybody, you know, everybody's just back in the day they're long. They're pretty long. They're not short in the summertime. So they got to score pretty good and still run pretty good if you want to have, a, a, you know, a good year. You said things are getting fast. Have you been comfortable? Like, have you felt comfortable going fast yourself all year, like pushing yourself? Mm. I mean, I wish I'd have learned it at a younger age. I mean, I think it just it was just different styles of roping. And mm-hmm. now, if, I mean, that's why old people don't make it anymore, hardly. is <laughs> because uh, it's too fast. When you get old, you get slow. And so that's why no old people make it. And it's kind of the truth. Mm-hmm. Heading or healing, if you can't go fast either one, you're not going to make it. Or if you do, you'll barely make it. And that's just the way it is now. I might be bucking the trend a little bit. I mean... 
I am pretty good at my style of what I do, but it's not, you know, you got so many guys that can reach a long ways, you know, uh, T Wade reaches every time a squeeze reaches every time triggers is not reaching like he used to, but still quite a bit. And they've been doing the best. Yeah. Chris Smith's still roping really good. I mean, you got getters like that. And Cody Snow, uh, he, uh, He's really good. He hasn't having a great year, but his partner got suspended. So, uh, <laughs> you know, for yeah, a month or whatever. But, um, you know, you get guys that head that good. I'm sure I'm missing somebody, but you know, that are that aggressive. There's never been that many good headers at one time, and every one of those guys is capable. I mean, Lovell is probably not going to make the NFR. And mm-hmm. He won the world title last year. And, riding the same horse and had another good horse. So that's how tough it is. I mean, those guys were world champs and probably not going to make the NFR this year. So that's, that's how tough it's getting. Well, and like with all that said, I think that's why I am like looking through the results and looking at how much you have won. Like I'm still very impressed because I feel like in the times that we've talked before, you've had to like rope a little bit more out of your element. Do you feel like, you have been pushing the limits of your abilities or have you been roping how you're, mm. you're comfortable roping, I guess is what I'm asking. Uh, I'm getting kind of used to it now because it's just mm-hmm. what you do. Um, um, I think the style of roping has played into like, I think the formats dictate everything. Mm-hmm. Right. So when I was younger, say, um, Denver, Okay, Denver was always two and a short, right? Mm-hmm. The last time I won it in 2008, I mean, I, we might have won it in 2020, maybe, and then and they had Denver in 2020, right? Yeah. I think me and Jake won it in 2020, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it was basically a one-header every time, kind of. Yeah, yep. So the formats have changed. Well, that helped me at that one. Well, San Antonio's one-head every time. Well, when I won it in 2005, it was two and a short. And now you run like four or five, six head maybe sometimes, and it's just a one-header every time. Mm-hmm. I think that helps the guy that reaches. Mm-hmm. I don't think it helps the guy like you yeah. know, my style or Chad Master's style. Because if you reach every time, it's hard to turn six in a row or five in a row or even three in a row sometimes. Mm-hmm. Or your partner might get a leg. But you're not done. Houston, same deal. It's just one head every time. So I think it's... I think the setups have made these guys go faster because you're not really penalized for messing up sometimes. You're actually rewarded for it. Mm-hmm. And just these young guys, I mean, that's what you see and that's what you work on and so that's what you do. I, I don't know. You know, just like anything, over time, everybody gets faster. If, if you watched Roping, when I kind of came in in the late 90s, if you watch it, the you know, the mid-80s, it you know, it, it changes every 10 years or so. So it's just the way it is. And, it's going to probably keep getting faster. Are your kids, are you letting them reach a lot? They're getting to the age where they're jackpotting. Yeah, they've there. been healing. They don't really have that much, but I mean, if they do, if they rope the dummy or whatever, yeah, they reach. Yeah. I mean, if you're a kid, young header nowadays, and you can't reach, you'll never make it. Is there so. a, is there a reason that they're healing instead of heading or like safer? Um... Well, you know, like if you're a number groper, head is not where it's at. If mm-hmm. you can, I mean, you can't really enter that much, and you don't win unless you got a good healer. So they heal pretty good. So I just make them heal. I mean, they can do whatever they want when they get older. But a lot of guys that heal switched over to head later on. Um, mm-hmm. Head at the top level, I mean, is always needed, but it seems like jackpot and forever. It's like who heals good seems like you win, and the number groping's anyways. That's what it seems like. Yeah. 
So uh, they just heal pretty good, so I have them heal. So have they been staying home and roping, or have they been with you this year? Yeah, they've been all over. Uh, no, they stayed in Montana for a while, and then they, uh, my oldest came and stayed with some friends of mine in Texas, came down here to some big rope. And they're all, well, I'm in Texas now, so we're all together now. But mm-hmm. yeah, we were kind of split up for a little while there. And then the little one, he went with me. He likes going to the rodeos. And so he's only seven, so I can't really send him off. And we've been just golfing a lot, me and him. So Yeah. I can't believe he's seven, though. That feels, he was just little wee. Yeah, it goes fast. It goes it really so does. fast. It goes fast. You know that. I do. You know, I do. More than ever. It'll go fast. <laughs> yeah, I definitely can't believe he's seven. I I forgot he's older than Elise. Um, hey, do you, speaking of going fast, do you have Kate's Colt still? I do. Um, I do. I haven't really rode her. I kicked her out this summer. I, I rode her a little bit, but uh, I need to get back to it. I just got home, literally, and I got to leave again here in a few days, but I need to, I got her kicked out of the pasture. I need to go gather her up and see if she's going to make something. Is she two or three? How old is she? She's three. She's three. And who started her? A guy in East Texas, uh, Bryce Jenkins. He wrote her for a few months for me. I'm probably going to send her back again Mm -hmm. uh, just because I've been gone a lot and see if you can ride her. That's the thing about when you rode her, you've just gone too much. It's hard to stick with anything. You're just in and out too much. Yeah. Yeah. Do you... um, is she very big? Like, does she look like Kate? Tell me about her. I haven't seen her in a while. No, not really. Uh, mm-hmm. She was kind of littler. I don't. I don't know. I haven't seen her in a while. My kid caught another horse out of that pasture the other day and said she looked pretty big. So I haven't seen her. So I haven't seen her in like three months. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. I need to go check it out. Yeah. Honestly, but he said she looks bigger, but I don't know. I haven't seen her. So we'll find out here. <laughs> right next, maybe this weekend I'll go get her. Is she is she by re- repeat offender? Who is the stud? Do you remember? Oh, you would ask me. I don't know. Maybe uh, Daniel Campbell owned her at the time. And then, yeah. Uh, Jason Smith, I think, uh, bought him. Yeah. For some um, reason, I think that's the stud's name, but I don't. Gosh. I'm terrible at remembering stuff unless I have it right in front of me. I haven't. I hadn't even until we were talking. I hadn't remembered that Kate had a colt, and then it kind of came to me that she did and any some of the some of that old stories coming back but yeah yeah i can't even really remember honestly i'm terrible at that though <laughs> hey i'm gonna take a break from this episode to tell you about our longtime partners at fastback ropes when we started the score four years ago now fastback jumped on board and said they wanted to support more coverage of the sport team roping They work with us all year long to cover team roping. You'll notice all of our circuit rodeo stories are brought to you by Fastback Ropes because they believe in supporting every level of team roping, not just the clay try-ins of the world. They believe in supporting the amateur rodeo guys, the the girls out there roping at the all-girl. They are an all-encompassing rope company. They were created in 1995 with a single mission in mind, to build the best rope on the market. That will always be their number one goal. They believe it is important to focus on building the best product possible and to treat customers with respect that they deserve. That philosophy has served the company well and they're enjoying the rapid growth. Check them out at fastbackropes.com. You can shop for ropes. Even if you're listening internationally, you can place an order by calling 817-279-1851. If you are a breakaway roper, Fastback has something for you. They've got the new rope, the cure that they just released. There is a ton of stuff going on at fastbackropes.com. 
We are so grateful to be a Fastback Ropes partner as we have been for many, many years and we are committed as to Fastback Ropes and just as they have shown the commitment to us. So check them out, fastbackropes.com. Um, do you, I mean, you said it's, it's been so hard. It's not like you have a ton of young horses around. Do you have any like five-year-olds, six-year-olds you're excited about or? No, I don't have anything. I just got them ready to go or that one. Um, mm -hmm. I've never really been a young horse guy. Yeah. Um, probably should have. I mean, I got, a, I had a young heel horse that the kids right now that was pretty good. I bought young. Uh, I think heading it's so hard and they got to be such a freak that the odds of you doing it like me personally are slim sure um but Helan's not that way Helan, those guys make them all the time it's way faster and it doesn't seem like it's that big a deal head and you kind of got to be a freak athlete and then want to score really good so yeah a lot of people they say they train them um i think some do some say they do. Uh, just you know it's like always, I mean, horses are through the roof expensive. It makes no sense, but it is. So uh, I can't tell if it's good for the sport or bad for the sport. Um, it's like almost getting unaffordable to head, it seems like. It's crazy. Yeah. And it just gets, it's like, it's a bubble, like the real estate bubble. Like, can it stay this high for this long? Like, I don't see it doing it, but I mean, maybe there's that much money out there. I don't know. I, I just, it's, it's gotten so high that. It really doesn't even, I mean, it's going to get carried away, like, just to where you're going to have to maybe train your own or borrow or steal, I don't know, you know, you're going to beg, I mean, it's going to get to the point where there's no money in it to do it, I mean, it's just too high, I mean, you can look at the standings, people ain't winning that much, people think you get rich doing it, <laughs> but you can have a good career, but it, it takes a lot of winning, a yeah. lot of winning. And it ain't cheap to, to do it. So, But who knows where it's going to go. Just like you said, real estate, er, everywhere everywhere I've been, real estate's booming. It doesn't even seem possible. Mm -hmm. Somebody has to leave somewhere to mm -hmm. get to the next place. But it is. So I don't know. I can't explain it. Yeah. I don't I don't know. It's, it's wild. And, I mean, the futurity side of it, which, like, I mean, it sounds like that's not something that you 100% see in your future. But, like, that has made such a difference in how people talk about it or like it's amplified how people talk about the horses or, or their interest in young horses. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know much about the fraternity deal. I watched it a little last year just mm -hmm. on my phone just to see, uh, uh, I don't know much about it. It's turned it into a big deal. Uh, people seem to like it. Um, like I said, I don't really know much about it. Mm -hmm. Um, I've never been like a horse show guy or anything like that. So I don't really, some of it, I don't even really understand. But, uh, no, people are interested in it, that's for dang sure. Yeah, absolutely. On the, on the horse subject, do you have, uh, any favorites for the horse of the year? You're one of the people I always call to ask about that. Any, any early favorites? I don't even know who would be in it. I don't even know who would be in it this year. Mm -hmm. I tell you what's hard nowadays is the horses don't stand out to mm -hmm. me. The ropers stand out. Mm -hmm. So I don't really even know... I mean, I still think Riley Miner's horse is outstanding, but he's getting old, I guess. But, I mean, when you reach two or three coils every run, it's hard to tell if the horse is fast or just medium or you rope really good or what. It's it's really hard to tell. Now, it wasn't hard to tell, you know, 10 or 15 years ago. The horses stood out more. But to me, nowadays, they don't really 
they got to be just easy to rope. I mean, they got to be good. Don't get me yeah. wrong. They're all good. But it's like they, it doesn't seem like the horse makes as big a difference as the roper makes, if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I, as much as Dustin squeezes one this year, I mean, I don't, this is saying something. I don't know that roan horse's name, which usually I, 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 that's something yeah, I, don't I know. know either. <laughs> yeah. And I think the, really good on him i don't know but what i'm saying is when you throw three coils you're like is he medium fast is he, <laughs> yeah the, the styles change a lot a lot of these guys nod and go and don't go very fast and uh it's just kind of a different honestly a totally different way of roping mm-hmm. uh, has changed in the last few years um so to me it's, it's more of the roper uh, it used to be a little bit like if you paired a good roper with a great horse that was a that was the, the mm-hmm. best combo and now it's like the horse just has to fit the guy that reaches, kind of be honest and let him kind of float across the line. That seems like what a lot of guys are doing. But I feel and, like uh, at the regular in the regular season, that's the case. Do you feel like that's the case as much at the NFR or like? Uh, I don't know about the NFR, but I mean, there isn't a guy at the top that doesn't. That is just using his horse. I mean, Driggers can reach. Mm-hmm. Eric Rogers can reach, but he won the American. Um, Eric Rogers is another guy. I didn't say his name. I forgot. I don't have a list in front of me, but uh, <laughs> okay. he's awesome. Um, yeah. Everybody that can make the NFR, I would say, is borderline a reacher. I mean, I would say I'd be the one that's not. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think everyone else that makes it pretty much goes at them pretty hard. Yeah. Every time, I would say I'd be one of the guys that would do it the least, probably. Um, so that's what I'm saying. That's why, like, the horse of the year deal is really tough. Yeah. Because I don't. Driggers rides five horses during the year. He's always swapping them around and then. Uh, Clay Smith has rode a couple different ones this year. Um, I don't know who else is at the top there. Tyler Wade's kind of rode a couple different ones. And they reach so much, it's like, you just can't tell. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, and it seems like you have the the reacher on your team is Jake. Has Jake been, like, has he been outstanding on the corner this year? Or is he? have you guys just kind of had a, a safer run? No, he throws fast all the time. Yeah. Uh, practicing, jackpotting, rodeoing, he throws pretty fast all the time. Uh, I think he's real good. I, I would say I've, rode, I've been kind of holding this back a little bit. Um, I was sure he would say he could have rode better too. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I don't know. You know those guys? When, when people are so far ahead of you, it feels like you did terrible. Now, the Americans, one thing, but Dustin, Dustin had an unbelievable first short stretch there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like no other header's ever done. Um, I mean, they've slowed down a little bit, but I mean, for about a month there, he had it as good as anyone's ever headed. So, uh, you know, when somebody's beating you like that bad, you know, and then Driggers lately, Driggers and Junior have roped. They've probably roped the best this year because they, they have had to have made the most clean runs or, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, placed the most. They had to. There's no way anyone's even close, I wouldn't think, to those guys. Those guys seem like they catch every steer lately, so mm-hmm. uh, they've been roping the best, in my opinion. Huh. That's interesting. And the, I, I see Driggers and, and Junior, I mean, I've talked to them a few times, but not like, I guess, man, it's nice. I, that's kind of Caitlin's job these days, to talk to guys when they win stuff, too. So I, yeah. I've hardly... Well, she's been talking to them a lot, then, because I think <laughs> they've been one of the most by far. Yeah, yeah. Caitlin, Caitlin stays busy. <laughs> yeah, everybody keeps Caitlin busy. Me, I, I, I just pinch hit every now and yeah. then <laughs> but oh, that's awesome well um anything any plans for the fall are you gonna have a 
Like, are you not? Did you go to Pendleton? I didn't go. You didn't go. I that's didn't right. Go. I don't really like it. That's dangerous to me. But um, they, it's a cowboy deal. I want it, so I guess I can say I'm a cowboy. But uh, <laughs> man, when you've fallen down a couple times, I just don't. I just don't like it, really. Yeah, it's such a tough but time that's of year. What it is. I mean, they're gonna have it. A lot of people are gonna go, and uh, mm-hmm. I'm just I'm not even that good at it anymore. I'm kind of a chicken. Once you wipe out a few times, it kind of makes you weak, and you don't. You need to be aggressive there, or else it gets really hard. So, have you wiped out there? Yeah, yeah, a couple times, you more have. than once. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it makes you not just love it as much. I want it to, like I said, I mm-hmm. want it. Um, but who did you win it on? I just don't really love it. Which horse? Not really my thing. Which I'd go if I had to, but I didn't have to, so I just didn't go. Yeah, that's that's awesome. <laughs> are you? Is your rodeo count? What's your rodeo count right now? Are you? Can you ease through the rest of the year? Or? Yeah, I've only got two rodeos left. I've got, which I got more. I can think I got maybe one more than that. Mm-hmm. We went to some little rodeos at the end just to kind of go to some. But uh, yeah, we're I'm going to Abilene tomorrow, and then uh, just Salinas. That's all I got. That's all I'm going to go to. Oh, wow. I don't know if I can. Salinas is kind of over a bunch of stuff, though, so it's really hard to go to much at the end if you're going to Salinas. I'm sure guys will figure it out, but they're going to have to do a lot of a lot of traveling to do it. Yeah. I think everybody's about done this year, just the way it's working out. Really? Yeah. I, I would say pretty close. I mean, I'm sure guys like some guys have more than others, maybe like Cody Snow or somebody that like I said his partner was out for a month. Mm-hmm. Um, suspended or whatever happened and then uh um so he might have some left because he probably turned out at some but i don't think a lot of guys have very many left hmm. i gotcha well is so your fall gonna be over. busy jackpotting like what's your what's your jackpot yeah that's a lot yeah when you live in texas it's non-stop i've been taking my kids to some we went to one last night we went to one the other day or maybe sunday night tuesday night there's there's some this weekend, both of them broke. So we've been going quite a bit to that. I'll go to some too. We're going to go to the Wrangler finals in Montana coming up. And so there's, uh, we got quite a bit of stuff going. There's a bunch of, there's quite a few good ropes this fall. It looks like they're fixing to have. Uh, what are the dates for the Wrangler finals? Good, so that's a good thing. They have too many nowadays, but you can't have too many good ones if that makes sense. So, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, they all look pretty good. So hopefully, uh, I don't know. Those are tough. Rodeo and stuff. Jackpot is tougher. By yeah. Far. So that's uh, that's for grown men. Jackpot. <laughs> well, and that, I mean, have you? I mean, that's probably, and it always has been. You've been the king of the jackpots forever. Does it still feel like your comfort zone? And can you still like? Are you still able to rope your game as much at the jackpots? No, you can't do anything I used to do. No, you got to be aggressive. It's hard on stuff. It's hard on horses. I don't even truly like it anymore. I used to. Uh, borderline dread it nowadays, but really, uh, you gotta, you gotta go to win money. It's part of it, but yeah, it's not fun at all anymore. It's, uh, it's kind of miserable. The big ones aren't bad cause they're easier. The little ones are not fun. Just hard on, hard on horses and hard on everything. But, and there's a lot of them, but that's why I think that's part of the reason everybody got so good too. I kind of, everybody lives in one area down here. When I first moved down here, there wasn't hardly that many. I mean, they called it the cowboy capital, but there really wasn't that many people that lived here. Now everyone hangs around Stephenville, I guess you could say. And I mean, I bet dang near every header 
that makes the NFR, but 10 of them live here all the time, maybe more. Yeah, and last year it was like everybody that made the every healer that made the NFR lived within like 15 minutes of each other or something. Yeah, maybe. So, some weird, like that's what I'm saying. It so was a crazy like, statistic. You yeah. get that many good guys battling it out all the time. I mean, uh, it's it makes it, I don't know, it's tough. I mean, there's a lot. Of, but it makes guys better too. So, you know, just other than Begay and Rogers and maybe Riley Minor, I don't know who else is going to make it this year, but. Um, I bet ten of them do, and then it could be more sometimes. But then Rogers, he's down there a lot too. So yeah, seems like everybody's around each other quite a bit. And, uh, I think it kind of makes everybody. I don't think when I was younger, everybody was kind of spread out a little bit more, mm-hmm. and you'd kind of see each other at the rodeos and the bigger opens. But nowadays, it's just you see everybody all the time. It's like you're one big family. With your There's nothing like being around family all the time, right? <laughs> so. Uh, says a member of the Tryon family, I think. That's what it's like. It's <laughs> nothing like being around family every day. So, that, but that's kind of what it's like. Yeah. So you end up getting uh, see each other on a Tuesday and a Thursday, and maybe a Saturday, maybe a Sunday, all in the same week. So, <laughs> uh, they end up being pretty tough. What about um, with everything that's changed? Are you a, still a Mach three guy, or have you been using a different? Rope? I've been using the Mach threes. Uh, I've uh, I've used the Cobalt a little bit. I've used the. Uh, I tell you what I grabbed the other day and I really liked it I, and I hadn't used it in a while is the uh, Centerfire Two. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the fast bike. They got a lot. They got a lot of ropes nowadays, so it's good selection. Um, mm-hmm. I like them a little heavier than I used to because I think I don't know. Just when I started having to reach all the time, it just a light rope didn't feel that good. But some people like really light ropes. Like that's what I like about fast bike. They got whatever you need. They got mm-hmm. heavy light. You know, dead, fast, whatever, whatever your preference is. So, yeah, you were loyal like, to the Mach. Ahead. You were loyal to the Mach three forever, right? Like that was. I used it all summer. I've been using mm-hmm. it. I've been using it. Yeah, I still kind of am. I, I don't know if I, I just got so used to it that uh, I loved it. Um, it was hard to change because if I ever got to rope and bat, I'd, you know, not blame the rope, but just be like, man, I don't know why I changed kind of type deal. And so mm-hmm. I just always go back to it. But uh, four strands of are good too i mean they got a different feel i i just grew up using three strands so it's kind of what you're used to uh like my kids they don't even really like a three strand feels weird to them so Mm -hmm. so i've only used four strands so i think it's kind of what you get used to using and uh for me that's kind of always went back to it but uh, i mean i like you know i've been using four strands too a little bit lately so yeah Yeah, just kind of keep a mix in the bag if i need just whatever feels good that day yeah. Uh, oh, they've been feeling pretty good. Do you find yourself changing with the climate? Like, do you use a different one in the Northwest than you do? Um, I didn't rodeo on. Um, I probably should more. I, I get scared to get used to a feel and I, I chicken out. But, uh, um, yeah, I think it's good to, well, to me, it's more like stiffness. Like, uh-huh. if, if you're in the Northwest, like, this time of year, it's still like in Texas right now, it's like 95 degrees out and humid, so it's summertime down here still. Yeah. Well, I just came from the Northwest where, I mean, I feel like we roped at Dillon, Montana, 40 degrees, slack at 730, and they had Ellensburg at 7, so what rope was stiff that afternoon might not be as stiff that morning, so you got to kind of sometimes have some stiffer ropes just because mm-hmm. they're going to limber up a little bit. Gotcha. But this is the weirdest time of year to me because it's so different. I mean, they all, all the ropes are made in Texas, I think. Mm-hmm. 
and then it's still hot here and then it's starting to cool down up north you know at night and stuff so just a little bit different yeah absolutely well sir i hope we get to talk a little bit more throughout this fall i'm sure you'll win some jackpots and but it'll probably be caitlin calling you and not me <laughs> so. yeah no she's on it yeah i'd like to win something it's uh you gotta win something to get interviewed, right? So uh, not always. Maybe, but... maybe one of these days I'll start. Uh, you know, like gotta get on a little bit of a heater. You never know. I guess that's what people. If you, if you make the NFR, you never know. So. I know, and it was my fault you didn't come to the photo shoot this year because I canceled it and then I added it again at the last minute. So um, I apologize. Yeah, and I don't know. With me, like uh, the thing when you get kids that are older, like you think your life's busy and. That's one thing I got going that no one else does. I got older kids that still rodeo, and I'm the only guy doing that. Yeah. So uh, I have more going on than they do, I'll promise. Uh, I just with older kids at rope. I thought it was hard to get it done before. Now it's like, wow. Yeah. It's, 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 we got stuff scattered everywhere jackpots and partners and horses and tack, you name it. We go through it now. We've got a lot of stuff going on. So. Well, we're uh, not... No, it's fun, though. <laughs> they, they like doing it, so as long as they like doing it, I'll get out there and do it with them. So. That's awesome. We're not we're not roping or rodeoing at our house, but my kid does have her first day of dance class tonight, so very exciting well, for ballet. Uh, maybe keep her doing that. <laughs> right? <laughs> no, we got, I played golf yesterday. I didn't play. I just took him. I got a little one golf's pretty good. He ropes, too, but mm-hmm. uh, we're trying to see uh, how far... We don't know how good he is yet. I think he's pretty dang good. And it ain't for me, so I don't know. And then, uh, so we, I played a round of golf, roped, did it all yesterday. So okay. went to a jackpot last night or took kids. So we had a full day yesterday of doing it. Seems like it's every day, so. Man, the, fun, though. the PGA pays a lot better than the PRCA. So maybe that will be maybe his calling. Maybe it would. I mean, I've told him, man, if you could get to the PGA, that might, you might be my favorite kid immediately. So, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But. Uh, no, it's it's fun to it's fun to take him and do it. So that's awesome. Well, thank you, Clay, for calling me or let me call you and bug you last minute. I appreciate it. No, no problem. All right, I'll, all right. Talk to you later. Bye. Hey, if you've listened this far, thank you so much. This episode was brought to you by our awesome friends at Fastback Ropes. Check out their new Cure Head and Heel Rope. It's at fastbackropes.com. For international orders, you can call 817-279-1851. Thanks again for listening, and we so appreciate your time today.